Well, hello, and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. No, uh, we're not just a terrible mumble rap name. Uh, we're actually a Rocket League Podcast, surprisingly enough. Um, and, you know, a lot of, I feel like a lot has happened, you know, um, both spiritually, um, emotionally. Um, what's up, Pirates of the Caribbean line? That's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I was really wondering where you're going with it. <laughs> well, at the very end of the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, the uh, Jack Sparrow like was like, I was really rooting for you. And there's like a whole speech. And it's like, it's been good. And then, then he says his famous line and then drops down to uh, his uh, sh- oh, yeah, shipmates. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, with that out of the way, no, um, <laughs> we're back. There's only two of us, so Flash and Wabbits. Hello. Uh, hello hello are here uh combo is um what is he doing what's the excuse he gave he's at home which is the same excuse i usually give uh so his internet is bad at home too yeah okay yeah so it's probably pretty robot-y and not great for him so yeah uh, yeah not here this week it it just means we're gonna have to fill up a lot more time you know i think that's it's gonna be so hard combo really carries this one he talks a lot he talks a lot all right but you know what quantity is not always the best right oh the call outs i don't know if that's a call out i'm just saying you have to have quality with your quantity that's all i'm saying sure sure that's that's fair that's fair um yeah so uh before we get into the uh heart of things mm-hmm. um i'm just gonna say uh i'd like to thank our patreon supporters um alex from michigan um feeding the kitty and thomas knight who uh, has a-okayed it to use his name wow so tk uh, tk TK from last week uh so those are the three people who are supporting us and we thank you uh and we do our best to make sure there's a show every week hopefully to your liking um (laughs) yeah uh Secondary shoutouts. Secondary shoutouts. <laughs> someone that uh, we, me and Flash, uh, met in. I believe it's Flash and I. With. All right, let me be I that am guy. I'm more important one, so I go first. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, we just kind of were playing some casual dubs and ran into uh, freakishly. We had a pretty good conversation. They, my casuals uh, rank is very low, so we kind of <laughs> dumped on them and. Uh, I was just trying to, you know, bring up the casual um, MMR a little bit to get more more good games, but uh, Freakishly was pretty chill about it, had a good conversation. Uh, hopefully they tune into this uh, this podcast, because yeah, they, they promised. <laughs> I mean, they, they did, yeah. No, we, we got... Uh, essentially, I don't know, I feel like we bribed them almost a little bit. Like, we're like, oh, listen, <laughs> listen, we'll shout you out, but only if... <laughs> Maybe that's what I should do, you know, every, every week, every, every, game? every game, I'm like, listen if you listen to our <laughs> wow no um so yeah no it was actually a good game i think it's because the um the challenges for the week were to play some casuals so we went to yep. some casual twos and uh absolutely rolled some opponents um yep. so that was that but, uh, it was pretty fun talking to them <laughs> just just through the chat you know that is true that is true all right um yeah, uh, we're going to get right into things, okay? Um, as you may uh, probably... I don't know if you would you could even tell. We'll see. Um, currently, we are... Or I am away from my usual 
setup, so it might sound different, might sound better. Who knows? You can tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if this is the case, if it sounds better, that means I'm going to just have to put the mic closer, uh, you know, to my face every week. <laughs> um, from now on, maybe that, that's what will happen. Um, but we're going to start right off with a beginner's corner. Um, bring it's it back. back. You know, I'm given given last week, you know, nothing, nothing too uh, beginner's corner related. Um, we're going to talk some beginner's corner. So what we're doing is we've been using ballchasing.com. And mm-hmm. uh, you were just checking your stats and uh, you, you had some interesting findings. Do you want to do you want to share them? Uh, I am. According to the stats, basically a high gold player <laughs> overall with uh, all the averages uh, sorted by ranked. Uh, all of my things are pretty much gold. So if anyone can figure out how I'm champ, please tell me because I don't I don't know. And I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I Even mean, like pos- the movement, positioning, everything, just straight gold. I don't, well, I don't what, know. Is, what does that mean, though? Because like I'd imagine your <laughs> consistency would be better, though, right? Probably uh it's it's really interesting because like i think it probably ends up being like i know how to hit the ball in pretty much where i want it to go um and i know when to hit the ball slightly better (laughs) uh and just like doing that alone i guess uh is enough yeah i I think it's always interesting because we we think of all these like great players but like until Mm -hmm. until champ two really (laughs) Like mechanically, I think there's basic mechanics that you need to know, but anything past that is, is uh, pizzazz, you know. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It doesn't feel as important, um, yep. and you're living proof, all right. So um, <laughs> I think a lot of times, here here's a question: When you play games, do you listen to music, or are you completely like z- zoomed in on the game itself? Uh, I usually don't listen to music because I want to hear if. Um if my teammates are jumping for the ball when they're behind me or if I should be going for it and they're not. Uh, so I usually don't, but sometimes I'll just, you know, put on some music. It's probably like 10, 10 or 20% of the time. Yeah, I think that's a big thing because with a game like this, I think losing concentration is probably more detrimental a lot of times oh, than anything else. So definitely. like you might literally increase your win rate by like turning off any distractions, podcasts, <laughs> Except for this one, you can listen to this one. Um, but uh, any any distractions, uh, you know, music you're listening to, p- plugging your headphones in, and just being completely focused on the game, like might literally be the difference between a win and a loss. Um, that is definitely possible because uh, even when I was uh, playing earlier, I'd always listen to like the in-game music because uh, some of the some of the plays plays were pretty good. Um, so I listened to them, and this was like probably back in up until December. Uh, so I think when I started to get into mid diamond or like lower mid diamond, when I started to reach into that, uh, that's when I started turning it off and it just kind of went up into, into low champ without it. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to deem this episode of the, uh, sorry, this part of the beginner's corner, the, uh, the prep corner almost. All right. Cause, uh, I want to talk about this as well. How, how often, because I, I feel everybody suggests warm up, but a lot of people won't do it. How often do you find yourself warming up before your games? Uh, I really don't. <laughs> I really should, but it's usually like just the queue time, maybe like an extra two or three minutes beforehand, um, where I'll just like go into some random training pack, um, 
try and do some pretty cool redirects and that that's about all i get <laughs> yeah I, th I think in general it's like i know it would be beneficial but mm -hmm. i i also kind of like the feeling that as i play i get better yep yep you know I what i mean where I come from. <laughs> and then if it like especially if you can skim by that first game yep you can like swindle your way to a victory your teammates carry you <laughs> then you've just from there on you got you got that confidence boost and then you keep warming up as the games go on and you just keep bending that but i i do think overall though there's there's something to be said that like if you i think if you honestly warmed up 30 minutes mm -hmm. in whatever training packs or even free play or whatever i think in general like this idea of i don't think you necessarily need to dedicate more time to practicing do you know what i mean like uh, i think what do you mean okay so i think i think there's you can you can be the person who i definitely was when i was starting off and that's probably why i climbed so high originally who mm -hmm. would just like sit in for hours and training packs and yep, you know yep. what i mean um but i feel if you want to be as efficient as you can with your time um mm -hmm. a 30 minute like structured warm-up where you're like all right this is what i'm practicing all right mm -hmm. maybe you'll do like five ten minutes of free play and do a training pack for 20 minutes or something sure. right or whatever mm -hmm. the activity is and as long as you have a different activity every day you play um mm -hmm. i think that's a good way to be both efficient and you're kind of uh putting two things into one right you're doing two things at the same time um yeah. so like you're getting the warm-up that you need before you play out of the way but you're also slowly getting increasing practice. your skills right mm -hmm. um because i i think it's very interesting that uh like in a lot a lot of sports you won't your practice won't be playing the actual game. Um, but in sure. esports, you can just simulate actual gameplay over and over and over oh, again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, like, that's how a lot of players will get better. I feel faster because you're putting that pressure, you're putting those difficult situations. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, we, because of that, we won't practice more basic things or more structured yep. things, right? So, Definitely. my theory at least is that um, it, it, it's a good rule of thumb to to have at least a half hour warm-up before you play um mm -hmm. and if you can get it into like some kind of structure um it'd probably help you a lot more that's actually really fair um i think i was gonna say earlier that uh personally whenever i actually try and like spend 10 minutes warming up um i always find that i play worse which is kind of weird oh, um, oh okay <laughs> but i think that's because i don't know how to warm up <laughs> Because in most uh, most games, like I I never really cared about it. I never really just uh, sat and did training. I always just went straight into game and then uh, played it and learned from there. Um, but with uh, like now that I'm actually getting like fairly good and I'm trying to get better, I really should learn how to do it. Uh, warm up and practice that is. Um, so I think honestly, the thirty minutes of thing uh, of training beforehand with like. 10 minutes in free play and uh, 10 to 20 minutes in uh, in a training pack that you're really trying to um, figure out sounds like a really good plan to do it because you get the little bit of free play where you uh, warm up your movement, you, I don't know, practice your wave dashes or half flips or whatever it is that you want to do, uh, dribbling if you want to, and then you can get some shooting practice or defense practice as well, which is uh, where most of the things are going to come in in game. And your first game would probably still be a warm-up game. It's still not good, simply because you're trying to, uh, you'd have to remember how to position rather than uh, do the mechanics. Um, and I think 
that might actually be the reason that I find I do worse when I warm up. It's because I focus on, on mechanics and I'm not a mechanical player. Um, so and so what, perhaps in the game you start like you start thinking, okay, what's what's the mechanically difficult thing I can do as opposed to where should I be on the field? Uh, yeah, I start worrying about like, okay, I should go for this uh, super far out wall shot rather than thinking I should just turn around on the wall and go back to a position that is defensive and let my teammate go for it. <laughs> it's uh, it changes from a team focus mentality to a uh, me focus mentality in my head, um, which is very bad <laughs> overall so uh mm-hmm. it would it would definitely take like a game just to get, get get yourself back into the threes mentality um or twos or whatever it is you're playing and then yeah yeah i, I think to that point actually like a lot of people suggest playing a lot of ones mm-hmm. um and i think ones is very good for adjusting to like predicting player movements and yep. ball movements and also knowing mechanically what you can and can't do with the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is, is like as you're playing ones, you're also not used to rotating, right? Yeah. Like you'll make plays in ones that you have to make at a necessity that aren't necessarily needed in threes, right? Uh-huh. Um, like for instance, if you're going back, like you'll always challenge the ones if you're side by side, because like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, no matter you have, to. you have to. If you don't, it's it's out, right? Um, yeah. But if if you're if you have teammates behind you, you might just want to like rotate around and get a boost or whatever. Yep, either get the boost or um, go for the demo if it's last minute. Yeah, what, whatever or, it is, right? right. I, I think you just yeah. have more options though, right? Like you have to 100%. think about these and like think about yeah. all these different options as opposed to oh no, like I literally have to hit the ball or else it's yeah. going in. So where yeah, ones just kind of promotes the uh, uh, um or the ball chase mentality, which is crazy because kind of. a lot of ones players like end up being i feel as i mean i'm mostly thinking of squisher right now but like as being that third man you know what i mean where it's like really it they become more defensive almost some of them huh i i uh, i think i think that's unfair but anyway keep going yeah because um i was gonna say like look at fairy peaks and flakes <laughs> uh I, I think fairy peak is uh generally more um at least midfield uh probably that more that forward. is really hard to define because i feel it, like the, it definitely is the the type of aggression and different things each player can do just makes it hard to follow exactly the strategy sometimes yep but then you look at complexity and you see flakes as the very very forward person going for as many shots as he can being uh, on the other side's team or opponent's team uh, opponent team's side as much as possible and going for his i don't know whatever it is he's going for um with like greasy and magnus well magnus being back and greasy being forward but not quite as much yeah yeah 100 percent. so you kind of get uh in a weird way those three ones players squishy uh flakes and fairy peak are in all three positions i mean to, so be, might... to be fair squishy hasn't been a ones player for quite that's true quite some that time but um no no I, I guess you're right um i I, th- I was thinking maybe more of development as well right um mm. to be fair I'm, sh- I'm sure a player like squishy is just filling the role that's needed on the team currently like yep. that's that that's what it kind of becomes um uh, plus with uh what combo said earlier uh, i think on a previous other last or the one before um where squishy plays the very defensive role in land specifically uh but then gets more aggressive the less in person it is <laughs> yeah i'm curious about this I, I think i think this will be definitely a topic i would want to talk to, with combo about 
um, mm-hmm. about how he feels like mechanically gifted players um, do they have more space being kind of the the, the more defensive rotation like in the Ooh, back that's a, like if they have more space to kind of exploit and I actually do more individual moves or mechanically difficult moves or mm-hmm. is the or is it better to have them like being more aggressive right yeah um, that's actually a really good question so I, I you know that'll be something we'll, we'll definitely have to have combo on to talk about mm-hmm. um, was there one more thing we want to talk about in the beginner's corner I feel like the prep uh, corner is kind of done <laughs> uh, your homework not, if you choose to accept yeah. it is uh, practice you know do that do 10 minutes 10 minutes Man. yeah 10 minutes of uh, free play followed by 20 minutes of whatever training pack you're currently working on before you start playing the game start playing online making me actually do work in this game yeah i'm so mad <laughs> that's how you get better i'll do the same thing all right we'll see how it goes we'll, we'll talk about okay. it next week like uh, it. all right um i'm just trying to think was there there was the only thing i can think of mm-hmm. was um as i was coming upstairs you mentioned that um what was it uh what i was working on and possibly what you're working on yeah yeah what what are the things you've been working on recently because i know you've had a chance now to play a bunch the last week or so Mm -hmm. or two weeks uh so personally i've been uh focusing the most recent well uh after dreamhack let's start there um i started focusing a lot on boost hogging and uh taking wider rotations and going farther out just to try and steal the boost that either their defenseman or the person on the uh, other team that went for a big aerial and now is about to land on the boost. Uh, I'll just try and take it. Uh, even if I'm at 97, I'll just do a quick tap of boost and try to steal it uh, and trying to see how that affects my play. And it's definitely putting me off in a bit weirder positions, but it's giving options for me to get more redirects and it's uh, make, like giving me uh, or forcing me into a more offensive uh, role. And as someone who's played a lot more defensive and uh, the main reason that I'm doing it is because in my games, I see a lot that when I'm coming back to net, there's already two people there. So I'm, I seem to be too fast on the rotation and this might be just a good rotating. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than, uh, you know, wasting time and just sitting in net uh, for the other person to go for it. Yeah, and I think I think the more natural your rotation is, the more there's less hesitation. Because mm-hmm. um, we get, I think we sometimes get a like the old, good old volleyball where you hit it between two players and like both of them think yep. the other person is getting it. Um, that's why in volleyball they say like you have to yell really loudly and then go for it anyway. Yeah. Um, so if you see people like I'm sure in higher levels, like they know each other well enough that like. Um, it doesn't happen, but in like lower level of volleyball, they'll be like, just hit into each other if you have to, shoulder to shoulder, you know, if you both <laughs> need to get it, right? Yeah. Um, it's better, like, the, the point being, it's better that you both go for it than neither of you go for it. Although, I mm-hmm. guess I guess the analogy kind of fails when you compare it to Rocket League, because like, yeah. sometimes literally bo- having you both just sit in that will be better than both of you going and missing the ball. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, it's, it's I, I, once again, situational at best. Um, Definitely. as for myself I was just watching over the replay we were looking at ball chasing and I think a big thing that I do is at times I'll be really aggressive 
Mm-hmm. Um, but then at other times, because I know I'm being aggressive, I will do a really quick cut back to my net as fast as possible. Oh, uh, yep. And while in general, I don't think that's, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, especially at the rank I'm playing at. Um, sure. To be to be like okay, I hit it, and it looks like we're about to lose possession. Let me get back. Um, but I think because it's not within, um, because the rotation, like instead of the rotation being more like a circle, it's more like a triangle or like a mm-hmm. really thin triangle. That's what it becomes. Yep. Um, what it means is that you kind of like stop in front of net instead of circling at full speed to actually save, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know what your thoughts on that, but. Um, it honestly just seems like you should probably go for, like, spend a little bit more time, go for a bump, go for some boost, I don't know, do something else. Maybe just move off to the side, go for a, a position that you can be in to get the next touch, um, or something like that. Because uh, yeah. it, it, mm-hmm. gets, it gets back to the point of, um, I hit ball, I go to net, <laughs> which is like a really, <laughs> basic, uh, a really basic rotation, but like, it works honestly pretty high up basically into mid plat from what i've noticed or what i remember at least um so all you up to mid plat you can do that kind of rotation all right pretty much like that that'll work that's a pretty good rotation overall but as you start to progress then you need to uh think about okay so i hit the ball now my teammate's still behind me i have one teammate that's on the left and they're going for the ball maybe i should move to the left and uh try and get set up for the next one or maybe i should continue moving into their into their net and go for a bump or maybe if it's just straight their possession i should turn around and uh, get ready for a second man because my teammate in behind me is about to go for a uh, a save and you just really have to start thinking about what everybody's going to do um and who has the ball and all that stuff and just where you should be rather than like it, it becomes a lot of thinking of where you should be rather than uh where your next spot in the rotation is and um, i think i think a lot of times this is also kind of spurred on by like speed of play so <laughs> the faster the play is going the less you can afford to like go straight back to net um because yeah. as you go straight back and like turn around and you're like okay well now i have to like double jump and boost into wherever the ball is going and <laughs> i think in like high gold and low plat that's fine um, mm-hmm. but as you keep going it's like no i have to be going at full speed to match the speed at which the ball is going to be shot at me and then you kind of mm-hmm. like, you kind of like, slow down just enough to see where the ball's going, but you want to keep as much speed as you can, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're coming from the flank, right? Because um, you usually have a better angle of the person sitting in net to save a ball that's going quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think uh, something to to add to it. Oh shoot, now I'm forgetting where I was. Um, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so with the speed of play. Um, yeah. At a lower level, it what speed of play means is that you move faster and get to top speed faster and all that stuff. Um, but as you kind of progress up through uh, higher ranks, what ends up happening is that speed of play means that you're not so extremely positioned, where like either you're at their net or at yours, um, and rather you're like you add in the midfield and then you're closer to the ball, regardless of which direction it's going, um, so that you can get to the next shot. Uh, as soon as possible and then as it gets higher and higher you'll position up more aggressively or de- defensively depending on wh- where the play is um, so I think like speed of play definitely just means how fast you go early on but the positioning uh, so heavily 
uh, like pushes speed of play to be what it is, um, the higher, or yeah, as you go up, <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, this is, this is a good point as well. I, I think, I think there's an analogy here and I want to, I want to, I'm going to take you on a little ride here if that's all right. Okay. Um, I see analogy a little bit with, um, fighting and combat sports. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I was a kickboxer before for those who don't know. Um, but I don't know um, if you've mentioned that yet. <laughs> I don't, I don't think we have, at least not on this show. Um, mm-hmm. but what I always found is that you can, one, one thing that you'll develop, especially early on, people will focus like how fast can you hit those pads, right? Like yeah. that's, that's what your mechanics early on is. It's like how fast can you hit pads or the bag? Like how mm-hmm. fast can you get your leg or your hands from their starting position to your target, right? Um, yeah. But then what happens is when you fight someone and you just go full speed and you're like, wait, why are they not like, why are they just not standing? So why am I not hitting them? Right. Um, <laughs> and to be fair, like you can still beat some people you can surprise with speed. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But as people get more used to the speed of the ball, um, mm-hmm. they will adjust their distance um, and their position, right? And and I, I I think of this both in Rocket League but in fighting as well. You'll adjust your position according to how fast you see them moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and for like our analogy to Rocket League is the ball, right? Depending on how fast the ball is, the, that's how you'll judge positioning. So if if you kind of see if you're like, oh, the ball's like on the ground rolling slowly right now, you probably mm-hmm. have a bit more liberty to be pushed farther up, right? Um, but if you see the ball is like going pretty high up and it's like flying through the middle of the field and some other team is definitely going to be there first, you know, Mm -hmm. that's going to get boomed downfield. Right. So just adjusting your kind of placement according to that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of thing with timing as well in fighting, um, Mm -hmm. where you'll, that person that's really fast, you just wait for an opening and then that's when you throw in your punch. Right. You see an yeah. open because no matter how fast someone is, the recovery they still have to recover, right? Um, yeah. And I feel like that's how goals are scored in Rocket League, right? 100%. It's a lot of goals, especially as the higher up you get, is the timing is the person, the third person that's recovering doesn't get or or whoever it is the second person doesn't recover fast enough for there to be a split second opening, and that's where you have to shoot. Yeah, um, and that can be created through bumps or it can be created through constant pressure and not have and them not having boost. Yeah, um, or it can just be a mistake that you take advantage of. Pretty much, yeah. Well, or they can always miss it, right? Um, yeah. But point being, yeah, speed is. You might think someone's really fast, but it's if you predict where the ball is moving, you don't necessarily have to be moving all that faster. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just something everyone can improve on, right? Like getting more used to knowing if the ball is about to go flying or if the ball is about to go closer, and then mm-hmm. adjusting your position accordingly. And, and mm-hmm. uh, no, you can finish. I'll, I'll add. Yeah, on and I, I think in many times when 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 you have this in Rocket League, like you'll get punished because you're trying it out, right? If you're trying yep. to, it, like, especially as you're gonna, you're, you're. I don't want anyone to ever think like, oh, I did this and this is wrong. But it's kind of it's kind of like no, you have to actually try do, adjusting position according to where you think the ball is gonna go in order to get better at knowing where the ball is gonna go, right? Yeah. Um, and then to bring it back to fighting. Um, like you're going to get hit sometimes if you try to find a timing when there is none. Right. Um, yep. and so I, I think just there's, there's a point there, right? There's an adjustment there. A hundred percent where you have to, uh, just be willing to 
take mistakes and make mistakes. Uh, so and you're not being better. punched in the face, so feel free to take that mistake also as many true. times as you can. <laughs> it might feel like you're getting punched in the face, but you're not. <laughs> um, okay, so what, what I was going to add there is um, a little bit for uh, upper level ones. Wow. Wow. Once uh, <laughs> something, um, like once you get used to the speed of play of I can react to the ball and stuff, uh, you have to start looking at what the opponents are doing. And if somebody is going full speed at the ball, you turn around as fast as you can and get ready for that save. Um, but if you notice that somebody's taking it slow, you might have time to move forward and challenge um, or something like that. And of course, it depends on, on your team, whether or not uh, your goalie is going full speed and uh, full speed into the ball to try and get a, a huge boomer. You might want to move forward really fast to try and redirect it into the internet or if they're going slow uh you can you know go for a bump or go for uh a weird pass that they're planning on doing or something like that and you just have to be ready for whatever they're going to do and uh i don't know it gets a little bit a little bit harder to figure out what <laughs> yeah uh so that that's pretty much where I'm at, uh, where I personally am trying to figure this out. Uh, the whole thing of watching the uh, the opponents and watching my teammates and figuring out where the ball is going to go based on their movements, um, that itself is so incredibly important that you just really can't ignore it for uh, for the upper levels. Okay. Uh, are you back yet? <laughs> Did you <Yes>. stall? <laughs> Did, was it noticeable? Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> all right it's okay someone just uh knocked on the yep. door i had to go run and get it that's why i kept on talking <laughs> i hope everything you said was uh knowledge that i require so i have to go back and look it, it up listen was. up actually i think this might be exactly for your rank <laughs> listen you literally said the meaning of life and i just i missed it all right that's what just yep. happened um <laughs> all right anyway i think i think uh we'll conclude uh, beginner's corner of that um, mm -hmm. lovely outro you got a monologue at the end so I hope you use oh. the best of it for all that's I know you, you could have trashed me the whole time and I would never know I, I definitely did that's why you have to go back and listen oh wow <laughs> oh boy okay <laughs> alright with that um, nice little run sprint I had to do you know I'm a little more awake yep. blood flowing <laughs> so uh, with that uh, let's go into you know a thing that always gets the blood flowing the uh, news corner Oh yes, yeah. Or drama corner, maybe uh, or maybe the drama that. corner. We can call it. No, maybe it's not real. Eh. With one of them, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty excited about this one though. Um, oh, Because I feel like if if you're to take like certain topics that I love talking about, it's uh, you know, um, manager, uh, player, CEO relations. All right. <laughs> you know, that's that's the that's the sexy uh, topics you come on the show to you know listen about. <laughs> Um, looking for. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Um, well, it, it's also because I, I think I think a lot of this. Um, I think I mentioned this way back when. So some of our OG listeners or people who have apparently the bunch of you that have gone back and listened to like we've had at least like fifty <laughs> people that have listened to every single episode. So the fifty of you <laughs> who have gone back and listened to every single episode of ours you might have heard me say this before. Um, but there's a pro wrestling podcast that I'd like to listen to. And a lot of times the stuff they talk about behind the scenes, like contract disputes, um, injuries, how like people feel working for certain people, um, mm -hmm. and business deals and, um, 
like the politics that surround pro wrestling, right? Is a lot of times a lot more interesting than actual pro wrestling itself. Um, and so that's why I listen to a lot of the podcasts because they dive into that, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Um, yep. Unfortunately, uh, I feel like I don't have like the same, I don't have that investigative journalism. So I think that's what, uh, the one thing we're missing here, right? The, the, yep. the deets, all right? Um, but we do have the internet. So <laughs> with that. Um, we also have combo, but not now. We don't have combo. Well, you know what? Um, we can't always rely on combo, right? Nope. He can just do all the research and then we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, um, I'm I'm gonna stop talking before uh, before before he like you know get, gets back next week and just says, "Oh, I'm done with the show." All right, you guys don't appreciate me. Um, no, I'm sure he would take a look at Champ, so I'm sure it's not a problem. Um, I don't know, okay, so the big thing that has happened, the big news piece, is yep. EG, all right, has officially dropped two major players, uh, Corrupt G and Classics. Um, yep. So uh, what are your initial reactions to this news? I was incredibly shocked because of uh, their performance at DreamHack, um, but I was really happy that they kept Drippe because that would have been the saddest story of the entire uh, entire year. All right, like, and mm-hmm. and I yeah. I personally listen. I want to read this statement. I don't usually like reading full statements, but this one really I I, I think it sheds a lot onto the yep. mentality of EG as an organization. Yep. Um. So I'm, this is a statement uh, made by Phil Aram. Aram. A Ram. Um, the COO uh, of Evil Geniuses. Um, relegation two weeks ago came as a surprise to us all, and the form of the RLCS put us in a real bind. If there were a viable path back to the RLCS league play for our team before next sprint, then another outcome would have been possible for us. Unfortunately, Evil Geniuses does not compete in rival challenger or equivalent level league play as a guiding principle. We consider ourselves to be a top-tier organization, and as such, expect our teams to compete at the highest level possible in their respective games. When we got into Rocket League almost a year and a half ago, we joined because of our love for the game and real excitement for the team. Gabe and Jason have been with us since day one and have done EG incredibly proud every step of the way. I hope they rally back this fall. We've chosen to hold on to Matt's right for the time being. EG invested a great deal to bring him to the U.S. earlier this year, and though the move didn't result in team results everyone was anticipating, we still believe he can serve as the foundation of a top-flight RLCS roster next season. We hope that can be EG's as uh, we cope that can be EG's I feel like there's some sentence fragment here that I I'm, my my um, you know my essay writing brain is just really <laughs> not accepting it yeah no they they just completely omitted the subject in the sentence um, as we continue to explore options to remain in the RLCS There's definitely a missing word. They're missing word. a word, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's why you make sure you check your grammar, um, especially if you're a CEO. Um, I mean, I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk. I'm sure if I post online, I'm, I'm very nonchalant. But, but then again, you know, I feel like a CEO of a major esports organization has a lot more responsibility than um, our... Uh, you know, underground grassroots, three yep. yeah, three-man <laughs> podcast. Uh, to be fair, um, so you know, I should, I should, yeah. Uh, 
Man, what would be a sensationalist title for this like episode? Like, uh, the CEO of Evil Geniuses doesn't know how to make sentences. Um, no, <laughs> just Jordan, call them right just out. Just call them right out. No, that's terrible. All right. Um, no. Okay. So the big thing here mm-hmm. um, is, and we're gonna we're gonna tie this with another uh, topic in just a moment. But um, essentially, EG they have a brand, and their brand is we are a top flight organization, right? Yeah. Um, and the fact that they so the Matt, by the way, who was in this is Drippe, right? Drippe is going to stay because he's been moved all the way from Oceana. Yep. Um, and so they keep him because just, you know, they put so much effort. They want to they yep. at least, uh, you know, use him in the next year. And here it says, we, be- we still believe he can serve as the foundation of a top flight RLCS roster next season. <laughs> and you're thinking, hey, Flash, doesn't didn't they just get relegated? Didn't they just say that, uh, you know... <laughs> They're in the RLRS. No, you, you heard that right. Um, it definitely seems they are positioning to um, most likely being EG buy out um, a roster um, that is in league play. Um, and which roster will that be? Well, that goes into another part of our discussion. It's a rumor, uh, apparently cited as an inside source. Um, but then again, it's Liquipedia. So, uh, you know, it's a transfer definitely rumor. Possible. Definitely possible. But, um, uh, according to this rumor, uh, it's you know we we can't take we can take it with a grain of salt, um, but apparently memory and illusion, we're gonna leave Ghost Gaming uh, and go to Evil Geniuses. Um, therefore, I believe our our prediction, shall we say, or our it looks like Ghost Gaming would probably sell like their team to EG um, mm-hmm. in some form or fashion. That's that's a, I guess the assumption that's being made if these rumors are true. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and that kind of leaves left just yeah to try or as a sub or something. We, yeah, and once again, this is complete yeah. speculation at this point. Um, yep. So do not do not take this uh, too seriously. But it would make sense, right? Because especially if you look at the rosters currently in the top flight, um, mm-hmm. like you're you're, I, there's not really any other teams that would make sense to to kind of rip apart <laughs> that would like sell their <laughs> roster you know what i mean yeah, yeah i guess especially because ghost is uh i think the only new team is um that, i mean is that true they... or am I Ugh, well listen you, you can't even listen when combo's not, not on we, do, we right don't now, even talk like we don't we don't even try to make a prediction like that um you're right <laughs> i was gonna say though of the orgs there space station is probably the only one that's not mm. you know i'm mean, gonna recognized uh like a super recognized team right so yep. um and from the other rumors it seems like the peeps might be becoming spliced but that's that might just be a once again more rumors <laughs> um, no, I, I hadn't heard that one well once, once again these are just all rumors so like i can't even uh okay like like just for all i know this could be wishful thinking like <laughs> <laughs> um anyway point being um we we want to look into this and uh, uh, especially what the rules are on this, right? Like, yep. um, but Ghost Gaming is an esports organization because mm-hmm. um, I think it'd be different if one of the players are the owners of the team. Sure. Like, let's just say Left is the actual owner of the team, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'm sure none of this can possibly happen. Like this whole transfer rumor. Even at that mm-hmm. point, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure. No, no, because then he literally has like. You couldn't, you, 
because that would mean he would have the contracts for the other two players, so he would just not sell them. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. sure. Yeah, so, but but I think the point is because Ghost Gaming is an esports org, uh, they are able to release left should they want to, and then sell their team to EG, and then EG would have a top flight team again. So you'd have Drip A, um, Illusion, and uh, memory? memory. Yeah. Um, once again, all speculation. <laughs> Yep. I'm gonna keep repeating and, that just because, like, I don't want anyone to think that this has happened yet. Um, yep. But That's apparently, funny. there is an inside source. Apparently, That's saying that this could happen. It's saying um, this could happen. So, yeah, let's. That was a whole bundle of information. First things yep. first. How do you think? Because this is the the question that interests me at least. How do you think a roster that with illusion? Actually, no. Okay, that that'll be our that'll be our topic in a second. First things first. Um, what do you think about EG's decision overall? Uh, I see what they're doing as a company. Uh, they want to make sure that they stay as a top team, uh, stay competitive, and be um, only at the upper echelon, uh, or like they only employ at the upper echelon. So they want to keep their, uh, you know, the, the personal standings of the company. So it, that's completely reasonable. Um, and I, it's, I, just, I, I, it's to, such a surprise. It, it is a surprise, <laughs> and especially because of the results. But yeah. I'll say this much as a company, the exposure in RLRS, I mean, there has been an argument that like RLRS is watched a lot more because you have teams like FC, you know, FC Barcelona sure. and, and all that. Um, but I think to them, like, like I think EG would have had to literally win that DreamHack tournament. Like, I think that, that, was, that. that was only, but even then, I think to them, it's, no, even if they won the tournament, they they would have to change the roster. And the reason really? is because they won that spot in the RLCS, right? Yeah, I yeah. think I think regardless of result, it's like oh, you have this great team, but like now they're not in the top flight, so we don't like our org yeah. doesn't play. We we don't you know support teams that aren't in the top flight. Uh, mm-hmm. Therefore, like regardless, you can win on the lands, like side lands, if you're not mm-hmm. in the in the main championship. Like we're not going to support you. Is kind of. EG stands, yes. and it's harsh, but it, like, it, it makes, makes sense as a company. Yeah, like we're not talking about like, you know, like uh, upstart esports orgs. Yeah, you this know, is a very established esports company that's been around for over a probably, decade. Probably, yeah, over like one and a half. Like they were already in, C- yeah, they had the CS:GO team way, way, way back when. Yeah, um, probably at least fifteen years. Let's say that. Like this is one of the most established teams, like orgs. Yeah. So it. I understand their proposition. And like you can see this is very in some sense this is like so business, like so matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um except they don't have an editor. Um but <laughs> <laughs> listen, if I read it through once and found it, all right. <laughs> no, I'm uh but more seriously, no, no. They it's 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 very business like it's very um, you know, this is just the natural thing like occurrence of things, but like I think sometimes because esports is new and like mm-hmm. a lot of I'm sure a lot of online reactions are like you know like why can't you like take a chance or whatever accept this mm-hmm. right um, yep. and as someone who comes from like the wild west of esports where like <laughs> players would be dropped on a dime and then people would not be paid cash and <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean I'd much rather have orgs like this that are like no this is what we do we're yep. professional org and if you fail to to reach expectations like you're gonna be cut and it's harsh and it's actually this makes you sound like a bad guy but like 
um, it's harsh, but like I would rather have a system like that, that like is about results and it's about, um, mm-hmm. then going back to like, oh, we're going to keep this person because like we really like them and just that reason. Yeah. Um, because that being said, I'm sure there's like a balance between these two things. Um, but like to me, at least if I were to like, okay, professional org that's been around for 15 years versus new org that might keep these players on, but they keep losing Mm -hmm. or they're not doing well. It's like, I would much rather have more big orgs. Um, as much as, you know, you have the problem of corporations and like the way they do things and all that. Um, mm-hmm. I think in general, for the space to grow, you want orgs that are recognized and have the right people in place. Yep. Uh, the orgs that were focused on the players and maintaining those uh, personal relationships with their players um, were very like bare bones and really good for building a scene. But once you uh, have an established scene and once things are getting more serious, like they are at this point in Rocket League and have been for a fair bit, um, it's honestly a much better step to have these big orgs that make these big business-like decisions because it's a lot more serious. It's for a lot more money. It's um, like, there's a lot on the line for these organizations as well, not just the players. Uh, And you do have to consider that as well. I I think the truth is too, like, I think EG knows it's not like uh, Corrupted G and Classics are just going to be thrown to the curb. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, if, if you want to see their humanity, shall we say, um, mm-hmm. I think you can definitely see, like, one, they brought Drip A and they made that investment so they could keep it. And two, yep. like, they're pretty... Sh- I think they can pretty much guarantee that if it's not on their team, like, Classics, Corrupted G are most likely going to be picked up by a yep. top-flight RLCS roster. Like, that's just... Mm-hmm. Um, or at the very worst, one of the upper ends of... Yeah, RLCS. yeah. At the very... Like, I think... I mean, I'm sure they're getting a pay like pay drop um mm-hmm. that that makes it a good thing they got like fourth in that tournament third fourth because yeah. uh nice little <laughs> little pocket money but uh um because at least morse orgs will give prize money to players i mean this depends on contracts but yeah. unless you put yourself in a really bad actually that could be a really good contract depending on yeah yeah it could more, be like listen right? like i'm being paid you know five thousand dollars uh whatever or like uh, five thousand dollars a week, but I get no prize money. I'll take it, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. Regardless. Um. Yeah, I think I think that's all I had to say on it. Do you have anything more to say on that? Uh, no, not really. It's it. The first read was definitely a surprise. Um, just at how business-like they took it, but it's uh, once you think about it, it makes perfect sense, and it was a really nice thing that they actually kept Drippy. Um and kind of hoping that that team will turn out really well ends up on it yeah so let's let's just let's let's now take it into the uh hypothetical here um Mm -hmm. how do you think that team if 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 that that the rumor is true right illusion memory and drip Mm -hmm. how do you think they do i have absolutely no idea i haven't seen nearly enough of ghost play to um like fully be able to see what their what their roles are and stuff um, so I really don't know what would happen, but it would definitely be an upper level team, whether it's, uh, it would full, like fully be a competitive RLRS or RLCS. I kind of doubt it personally, but it could work out. Yeah. My, my theory is if that is the team, their best bet is just to stay middle of the road and just yeah. not re- get relegated. Um, 
And the reason I say that is because from what I remember, um, mm-hmm. Illusion took a long time to adjust to their LCS. And when sure. he was playing well, I think Ghost tended to play better. And when mm-hmm. he wasn't, they would play worse. Um, meaning he was he felt like a really instrumental player on that team. Um, and depending on his form, a lot of the results would vary, I feel at least. Um, and memory felt very quiet. And I don't know... It, once again, this might be anecdotal, right? Like, I'm not looking at the stats right now. Um, sure. But um, at least from what I saw is a lot of times memory would be quiet. And then if Illusion was playing well... We'd see some great plays, uh, but if he wasn't, that wasn't the case. So, at least in my theory, unless Drippy like really brings the team together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unless there's some kind of personal like X, it's not really X factor. It's like there's actually just like personal team chemistry factor. Like I think that could it can't be measured on paper, but it's like it's it's there. Like if it, if he brings spirits up, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, if he has something like that, or if, if they just gel really well, then I'm sure they can do better. But if I were to guess, like right now standing here. Um, you know, June 11th, 2019, uh, I would say this would be a mid-table team should this team ever come to fruition. Yep. Yep, I completely agree. Um, do you want to get into whether or not it would be possible <laughs> according to the rules? Oh, yes. Okay, so you were looking at some of the rules. So what, according to the rules, what, what does it say yep. on this? Uh, so I probably spent like 20 minutes looking through the rules of the RLC. Uh, yeah, the and, and he would have yes. spent an hour and a half, I kid you not, had I not stopped him. Pretty uh, much, yep. <laughs> I definitely would have just kept on reading through that uh, many-page document uh, that has all the rules going through all of it, trying to find something that says it. And there's nothing whatsoever in the entire thing um, about what happens if, uh, or what are team-based or player um, So my guess is honestly it's up to the TOs, the tournament organizers, whether or not uh, this new team would be allowed to uh, take Ghost, Ghost's place or if it would be under the uh, tag of Ghost and the new team that Ghost gets, if they get a new team, would then play in. Um, and yeah, if they yeah. don't, then maybe mm-hmm. it's a buy. I don't know. And, and currently, my assumption is like if, if these rumors were true and that Lethemir would be dropped, is Ghost being the the team, like in charge of the team, having the rights for the team, um, being the ones paying the player salary would have that right, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, there's a lot of other games that kind of went through this whole thing mm-hmm. of like franchising or not franchising or like just sure. how to, buying spots, not buying spots in higher ranked leagues, right? Um, yep. And I think in some sense, like, I'm sure Psionics, especially with Epic now, um, this will be something that's kind of, like, ironed out over time. Yep. Um, but from what I see, it seems perfectly reasonable um, for them to be able to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Unless Psionics were to step in at some point and say, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not just buying yeah. another spot. Um, that being yep. said, I'm sure Psionics, if, like, Ghost Gaming is willing to sell up their spot to EG mm-hmm. and buy out the contracts of the players and then do whatever they, they want. Probably They're probably fine. And as long as I'm sure Psyonix doesn't mind having EG up there. Yeah. As a um, recognized brand. The main reason that I wanted to get into the rules and find out is because I know previously with Dota, uh, that actually happened multiple times where teams were, uh, were accepted and qualified for the international, the biggest tournament in Dota. Uh, but there was a mix up in the team uh after qualifications but before the tournament and the spots go to the players not the teams 
So the team isn't relegated five spots. It's the five players are given a spot in the uh, in the tournament. And however that works out is how it works out. <laughs> so you could have like, is there like situations where they had like half a team? Uh, I don't think it ever ended up being... Well, maybe because uh, that was the rule beforehand though, right? Yeah. Like if, if yeah. teams know that's the rule, they're like, well, we can't, unless we buy the whole team out, all right. There's not, <laughs> we can't like switch rosters beforehand. It was mainly just uh, small things, and I, there, I remember there was a fair bit of drama. I don't remember how it ended up uh, turning out, but it was a big bit for a solid week, at least. Well, <laughs> I, like, but if you think about our situation, like, what would that kind of rule like that do? It, it would protect Lethemir, right? Yeah. It would be and like, about it. Leth, like, you played, you deserve your spot in RLCS. Like, you can't be traded or dropped unless... Yeah. Unless your team decides to drop you, but like, you know, even I mean? at that point, it's kind well, of up to. Yeah, uh, no. But once again, if Psyonix wanted to enforce this rule, it was like, it, like, no, it's, it's his spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if Psyonix had a rule like that and then they forced it, then Lethemir were just like, no, you're you're in this, you're on this team, and you know, they have to work around it. Like, yeah. If EG yeah. wants to buy the team, they got to buy the whole team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, but that, that would make it interesting because that, that would give a little more protection for Leth. Um, there's yeah. also some rumors, and I know Combo's alluded to, like, he might just start, you know, d- doing more content creation and stuff. Um, okay. But given he's my age, uh, I'm like, screw that, you know? He should stay in RLCS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I have a dream, all right? <laughs> and Leth, I'm living through Leth vicariously, all right? <laughs> Give me two years left, all right, and then we can play together. And we'll take on as the old men. Um, take on the world. Take on the world as old men, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, no jokes. All right, uh, I think we're good for that topic. There's a couple more. Um, some of them I kind of wanted combos like take expertise. on expertise yep. on. Um, so. Yeah, I'm just going to go right down, because honestly, we've also been talking for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, uh, I want to talk about the last one on this list. Yeah, I think I, I agree. That That's what I was thinking, too. Uh, yep. So we'll talk about the one that I feel more comfortable talking about. Um, mm-hmm. And the other two can be for combo uh, to, to, to yeah. take up next week. I'll mention them. How yep. about that? I'll mention them so, as a news piece, um, but we won't talk about them. We'll have combo kind of explain them a little more in depth next week if you have the chance. Yep. Actually, no, he's Kama might not be here next week. So at the very least, Possibly. we'll do more research. <laughs> uh, and try and get his take. Try and get his part. take, yeah, and then and then we'll relay it um, yeah. intravenously through the your ears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I hope I hope that didn't create the image in your mind that it did for me. Um, <laughs> I don't think it did. <laughs> I don't think it did, no. Um, um maybe maybe some of the listeners. Maybe some listeners will get what I tried to say there. All right. Um, yeah, okay. The big uh, Seabass, Seabass is going to RBG. That was mm-hmm. uh, one. And then Mektos and uh, uh, Toroko trying out new thirds. All right? Yep. Um, so if you... Once again, we're not going to go in-depth on this. Uh, you can look mm-hmm. up... You can kind of look into this more, but because I personally don't feel like I have the familiarity, um, I'm going to wait for Combo's take on that. All right, um, let's go to the last point here. Alex161 choosing to resign from OC Sports. Um, mm-hmm. And 
uh, possibly speed moving now after the great DreamHack performance. I so, think that last little bit was Combo's take, and honestly, I could think I completely agree with that. Okay, hold um, on, hold on, hold on. Here's one okay. thing. Um, so the, the the roster for DreamHack was, uh, it was it was just Alex one six one wasn't there. His speed replaced him. Yep. Um, just to confirm that. Okay. Um, so yeah, sir, you 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 take your take, and then I'll 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 talk about what I think here. So I completely agree that. Uh, odds are and i would really love to see it that speed moves to mouse um in in place of alex 161 because that just ended up so well for them and they were playing so like so incredibly well and i want to see um if speed can not just be this fill to win a tournament but rather uh be like join in on one of those teams and uh, be as good as he played in that specific tournament. All right, here's my take, all right? Uh-huh. I think, listen, all right, Speed, let me let me talk to you, okay? All right? <laughs> Definitely don't listen to anything I'm about to say, but unless you want to be entertained. But I say, all right, given you're literally like the super sub at these LAN tournaments, okay? Um, I say you sign no contracts, okay? <laughs> all right and speed you're gonna you're gonna sit all right and then every time a tournament's coming up you come up to them like hey hey i'm a free agent all right you need me at this tournament all right they're like yeah yeah i'm like okay 50 grand all right don't worry <laughs> don't worry look 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 how good i am all right i don't care what team you're on i'll bring you up there all right i won wsoe all right i got third place with mouse esports like what what more do you want or sorry it was <laughs> i think that's accurate i got quarters with mouse <laughs> Yep, yep. Covers with most esports, like I can do anything for you, and they're like, "No, nah, we can't do fifty grand speed." Okay, they're like, "Okay, okay, maybe 40 They're like, "No, nah, no, nah, we can only give you like ten, all right." And then you like get like a twenty-five, maybe, all right. You play three tournaments a year, seventy-five grand. What more do you want? All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> um. Uh, no, but but more seriously, I think this is the same thing that did happen at WSOE, right? Speed was uh, pick, picked up. I feel like. Man, I really don't want to get this wrong now. (laughs) No, no, it was flip side, right? And then it became the bricks. That whole saga. I'm currently looking at it. (laughs) I'll get back to you in a second. I'll keep talking. Um, No, uh, but regardless, if... I feel like Speed has now... Speed has become one of the most intriguing players because I feel like Speed can mesh with any team. Um... And in general, um, it's kind of like, like I don't know if there's another player quite like him, right? Um, yeah, no. All right. Uh, oh, uh-huh. we're back. I'm back. I'm back. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was. I was right, right? Uh, I'm just trying to find out what bricks is at. Oh my yes, goodness. To, yeah, of course. We went to bricks. Man, we have I'm like. Wondering. I think we suffered from short memory loss or long. I don't know. We, we we definitely suffer from some memory blanks because like I feel like we should know this, like off the definitely. top of our heads. You know what I mean? This this is why we have combo. He's the one that knows all these things. <laughs> <things. laughs> all right, all right. You don't, you, you know, listen, we can't we can't like hype him up too much because then like he'll be he'll like come in and be like, listen, all right, you guys, uh, we're gonna do it my way. All right, he's gonna like power trip. It's like you guys need me, so like, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, no. So so he went to flip side afterward, right? He went to PSOE, yep. went to Flipside, they changed the bricks, all that happened. But in general, remember, Flipside did, did very poorly in RLCS. So, yes. Um, I don't know if 
Well, that I was about to say, like, I don't know if speed can help mouse esports. Um, right in general, uh, like compete with those upper end teams, but then in this tournament, like the Dreamhand tournament, we saw that, right? We saw them beat all these yeah. top notable European teams. So that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So maybe this 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 lineup might actually be really good. Who knows? I would be really interested to see because I loved how they played during the tournament, and it would uh, it'd be really cool to see more of that. All right. Um, I feel like we've completely discredited our whole brand in the last 10 minutes. Like we've managed Wait, to kill it. <laughs> um, what happened? Being prepared, you know, having all well, the information. Who thinks that we're prepared? That's true. That's you know what? There, before combo came around, like we'd literally just like talk as the show was going on <laughs> and research all the stuff. Now we yep. now we're prepared beforehand, but then we get to this part. Yep. <laughs> trying to recall something. That's, you know what that is? Adjusting on the fly. All right. Yep. Um, if we, if we if people were on our Rocket League team uh, like and we started losing, we just keep losing because we we would not make any adjustments. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I think in general I'm excited if if that is the case. If speed does end up going, of course this isn't confirmed yet, but um, mm-hmm. most likely seems like it. Um, it's uh, reasonable at the very least. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of rumors today. Um, lots of hopefully interesting talk. Um, I think we'll call the show here. Um, your homework for the week, two things. You have your Rocket League homework, which is a warm up before every game. Mm -hmm. Uh, and your second homework is, uh, call one person on your phone list. Um, that, you know, doesn't have, you know, you feel like maybe they haven't had anyone to talk to in a while. All right. Call them up, have a 30 minute conversation with them. All right. Wow, that's longer than any conversation I've had with somebody ever. <laughs> ignore that. This is over. Is this podcast? Yeah, you're just going to ignore the podcast? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, no, but my point is spend time. Spend time with someone who you think might not have anyone to spend time with, all right? That's sure. your uh, That's your uh, being caring corner for the week. Um, and if you don't want to do that, wish your dad a happy Father's Day. I mean, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, we, we can go with that. Uh, <laughs> do one or the other i don't know which <laughs> up to you i mean if if maybe your dad is if you yeah your dad yeah. might be the one who needs a uh yeah some that's, quality that's time all right maybe maybe you can combine the two who knows anyway with that yeah. uh, i'm flash signing off i'm wabbits uh, bye bye